Hi, this is Julie Diley from The Little Kitchen, and you're listening to the Eat Blog Talk podcast. Hey, awesome food bloggers. Before we dig into this episode, I have a really quick favor to ask you. Go to your favorite podcast player, go to Eat Blog Talk, scroll down to the bottom where you see the ratings and review section. Leave Eat Blog Talk a five-star rating if you love this podcast and leave a great review. This will only benefit this podcast. It adds value. And I so very much appreciate your efforts with this. Thank you so much for doing this. Okay, now on to the episode. Hey, food bloggers, welcome to Eat Blog Talk, the podcast for food bloggers looking for value and confidence that will move the needle forward in their businesses. This episode is sponsored by Rank IQ. I am your host, Megan Porta, and you are listening to episode number 279. Today, Julie and I are going to have a conversation about whisk and TikTok and why Whisk and TikTok are useful for food bloggers. Julie Tran Diley started her blog, The Little Kitchen, in December 2009. She was a software engineer for 10 years before transitioning to full-time food blogger and content creator in 2012. On her blog, she loves to share recipes that are accessible to the home cook and only works with brands she loves. She has spoken at and taught workshops at the Mediavine Conference, Blogger, and TBEX. She recently started working part-time as a community growth manager at WISC, and she lives in Central Florida with her husband and three rescue pets, two dogs named Angel and Eddie, and a cat named Clone. Oh my gosh, I love that you have three pets, and I love knowing that you live in Central Florida. I love Florida, but aside from everything that I've already read, Julie, what is a fun fact that you have for us today? I actually have two fun facts for you. So in college, I worked at my college radio station and I was the promotions director. And then in high school, I was a photography editor on my high school yearbook staff. So I feel like it's come full circle that I'm a food blogger and a food photographer. Whoa. So um, it was in the it was written in the stars, I guess. That's so funny. And I've had other people say fun facts that are similar to that, like things that they did in childhood or maybe like early adulthood actually pop up now. And it's it, it's almost like it was a base for becoming a food blogger, which is so interesting. So I love that. And thank you for being here. I am so grateful to have this conversation with you today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. I love your yes. podcast. So thank you. Oh, good. Well, thank you. And you are a community growth manager at WISC. And I told you before we recorded that I know absolutely nothing about WISC. So I'm truly showing up today with a sur- in a spirit of knowing absolutely nothing and ready to learn. So why don't you just tell us like what is WISC and yeah, like just describe it in detail. Yeah, so WISC is a consumer application. Um, you can use it on iOS, on Android. It's available in the Samsung um, App Store also. And there is also a new iPad version. So it's actually an app that was started in the UK and bought out by Samsung in 2019. So users that um, download the app and create an account, they can actually save recipes from all over the internet. And what I love about Whisk is it saves, you can save the recipe to your own little personal recipe box and um, for bloggers and content creators, only the ingredients are stored and there's a link back to the food blogger and or publisher website. But users can also create meal plans and grocery lists and it's just a, you know, it's a very much a, an app where you can 
save your recipes. When you're getting ready to cook, you can create a meal plan and then also create your shopping list, which is really exciting. But there's also a social um, a social aspect to it. There's communities. And we can talk a little bit more about communities later on. But I'm just really excited about the WISC app overall and the partnership with TikTok. And I feel like it's very valuable for food bloggers. And that's why I kind of wanted to talk to you about it today. Okay, so a couple questions. So WISC is food focused only. Yes. Okay. Yes. So it's for people who like home cooks who are maybe uh, wanting to put together recipe compilations or meal plans or some sort of list surrounding food. Exactly. Perfect. Thank you for explaining that. Um, am I the only one that doesn't know what whisk is? I mean, is this like a common when I saw it pop up? I was like, I have no idea what this is. Should I know this? <laughs> I feel like um, it, it was very it was actually new to me earlier this year. Also, I mean, I saw that you could actually link to recipes on TikTok. And that's when I first heard about whisk. But when the TikTok the so how you link two things on TikTok in your TikTok videos, it's called a jump, actually. So we'll do a little education today. It's called a jump. So there's a f few other partnerships that TikTok has with other brands. And um, so the whisk jump in TikTok allows you to link to a recipe, which, again, like I said, is very exciting for food bloggers in general, especially established food bloggers who like rely on ad revenue, um, who are with on networks like Mediavine and AdThrive. So it's really exciting in that aspect. Um, that's how I heard about it. But when it first started, they kind of rolled it out to a couple of hundred creators on, on TikTok. And then it was February 2021. I'm like, what year are we in? Um, February 2021. And then in the spring, they rolled it out to a few more thousand. So October 2021, just a few months ago, they rolled it out to all creators in the US, in the UK, Australia, Canada, and New Zealand. So five, um, five countries that have a lot of creators, a lot of TikTok creators. And so anybody can link to a recipe on TikTok via Whisk, which is really exciting to me. And I've talked to other creators about this is that anybody can link to your recipe. So if somebody is um, on TikTok and they're like, I made Megan's recipe on her blog and I'm just going to create a little video of it. I'm going to share it on TikTok and they can link to it. If they go viral, you get the benefit for that. So that's what's really exciting. It's not just limited to creators who are constantly creating content because, you know, every on TikTok, everybody's a creator. If you create an account, you're a creator, but you might be more of a consumer watching videos. Um but that's what's exciting for me. Like anyone can be a creator. Anyone can, you know, make a recipe video on TikTok and link to it. So if they link to mine and we've actually seen some of that in the data where um, we're trying to see like, oh, who created this video? And this video went viral on TikTok and then it went viral on Whisk on the Whisk platform and went back and looked and it wasn't the original food blogger who um, created the video on TikTok. It was somebody else. So that's where I was like, this is such an exciting time for, I think, food bloggers in general with TikTok and Whisk. Okay, cool. I love that explanation. So how exactly do you integrate Whisk into TikTok? How do they work together? Yeah, so when you're getting ready to publish a video on TikTok, there's a little area near the top third of your screen. It's called like the post screen. You know, what? You're, there's a little post button at the bottom. You're about to publish your, your TikTok video. There's an add link button. And if you 
tap on that, you're able to choose all these different ways to link. And because it's an alphabetical order, WISC is at the bottom. And once you select WISC, you can actually um, copy and paste your, you can paste your link to your blog in there. But there's also other, I, I say, I recommend another way of doing it, of actually creating a WISC account. I feel like that's like the anonymous way of sharing the recipe. And that's like the the least amount of like bandwidth. If you just want to link to it, that's great. But if you want to see like how many saves and how many um, how many people are interacting and maybe they're leaving reviews on the WISP platform for your recipe, I would definitely create an account and you can create a community and share your recipe in there. And then you can actually, there's two ways. There's a second little button when you're sharing. You can actually search for the recipe in your communities after you shared it and link directly to it. So once anybody taps on it and they save it to their own whisk recipe box, they're able, you're able to see those saves and interactions, which is exciting. That's super exciting. I can see this being something that a lot of food bloggers will be really happy about. Have you heard of any food bloggers specifically who have found a lot of traction this way or new traffic? Um, actually, I've talked to a couple of creators who have actually seen the WISC platform in their Google Analytics. So that's really exciting. And then I've got, you know, I'm constantly having conversations with creators. That's part of my job, which is really exciting because um, one of the things that's going on right now, it's really hard to attend conferences or see people in person, right? And um, just to be able to interact like via Zoom with other food bloggers and content creators and kind of talk about like the, all the struggles that we're dealing with, but also at the same time, like this new thing that we can all work on via TikTok and Whisk is really exciting. So, um, you know, there's creators like Gina from Skinny Taste, Mai from My Healthy Dish, and Britta from Food with Feeling. They're using the Whisk Jump on TikTok. And Gina's already created a community on Whisk. And I'm working with other creators to get them on board and create communities. And like, what I love about the community feature on Whisk is that like, Every other social media platform, we either love them or hate them or whatever. We have our like, you know, thing about them that we love or we don't like, you know. And what I love about Whisk is that it's all about the food. It's just about the food. There's no other noise. There's just leave all that noise behind. And it's just talking about the recipes and the food. Um, and as food bloggers and food content creators, that's what we care about. So um, that's where it's exciting for me. So Whisk Communities... Tell us how to start building one of those. Do we have to do that within the app? And how do we get traction with that? Yeah, you can actually just create an account, um, a WISC account, and then you can start creating communities. Um, Jenna from The Urban Life, a friend of mine, a mutual friend of ours, yes. she actually has several communities that she has started. That does not surprise me. <laughs> Jenna is like on top of everything immediately. <laughs> yes, yes. And she started them last year and they're doing really well. Um, and you literally can create a community for it's, I'm, I think of like, if we're thinking of an analogy of like a Facebook group, so like you could either have like a, a, a community for just cookie recipes or dairy free recipes, or you could do one for your brand for your blog. So I have one called the little kitchen friends and I'm sharing my recipes in there. And I'm thinking about maybe doing a baking one because I love baking and I love cookies and I don't want to just say cookies, but 
you know, I love baking breads and, and, and cookies, all sorts of types of baking. And so I'm thinking about actually creating another community just focused on baking. And it's really easy to do. And then if you want to um, share your recipes to it and share other bloggers recipes to your community, that's up to you. But, you know, you can also share. It's easy to share a link to your community on Facebook or on Instagram and your stories and say, hey, you can come find me over here on Whisk and join my community. So there's different ways where you can build that community. But definitely, if you're looking into, okay, why should I, um, as a food blogger, why should I start on TikTok if I'm like, everyone keeps saying I need to do videos and like, I'm thinking about doing videos, but why should I do it? Like, I feel like this is, the opportunity is here just because TikTok has over a billion users and like the amount of, I was trying to check it for you um, just because it changes so much, but like there are certain hashtags like food talk, um, just the hashtag food and hashtag recipes. There's just a ginormous amount of views on those videos and you've got a lot of, cre if you're an established food blogger who's been blogging for a while and you've got a lot of content that you can create video for, but also be able to directly link to the recipe via whisk on the tiktok platform i feel like there's just so much opportunity there like are we as a food blogger who <laughs> is in her 40s you know i'm in my 40s and when tiktok first came around it was all about dancing it's not just about dancing anymore so like if you're not listening and paying attention and have your ear on the ground listening to like what other food bloggers are saying they're being able to grow on tiktok then you're not listening so uh i feel like i'm like campaigning here, but it's like something that I'm really like really passionate and excited about just because there's other platforms and then, you know, there's frustrations with SEO and ranking. And, um, it's, it's, it's something that like, I feel like I haven't, this is what's exciting me about food blogging at the moment. If that makes sense. I feel like I went on a real like long tangent there. No, that was so great. And I love hearing the passion in your voice about it. And that's why I love having guests on to talk about this sort of thing, because you, you're bringing passion to the table and all of the information that's going to help us. So thank you for all of that. So it kind of sounds like the communities are similar to what a Facebook group would be, correct? I would, I would say that like, I don't, it's not exactly the same, but I'm just trying to, um, when I'm trying to explain it, just using that analogy of like, if you think about like the communities that are on Facebook, it's it's similar to that. You can create one based on your brand or you can create one based on like there's we have a 30 minute meal community that has a lot of people in it. There is a TikTok recipes community that has thousands of people in it. So there's just you can create a community based on whatever type, like a food niche, uh, a cooking technique like sous vide or, or baking or roasting. I mean, like the, the options are limitless, just like in food blogging, you can create a food blog about anything. That is all great. So you said like a lot of members in that one group, how much is a lot, would you say for a whisk? Oh, in the TikTok community? Oh, for the, yeah, for the communities. Oh yeah. Let me, let me go look really quick. Let's chat about Rank IQ for just a minute. 
it is a powerful research tool made just for bloggers. One of the goals I've set for my food blog, Pip and Ebby, in 2022 is to triple my traffic. To support this goal, I've started implementing a new keyword research strategy that I began experimenting with last summer. My little experiment did so well that I'm now all in with it and I'm confident it is going to help me reach that big goal. Here is what I'm doing. One, I am focusing on low competition keywords that have high search volume. Two, a lot of the content I'm writing involves non-recipe posts, so roundups, informational articles, how-tos, etc., and supports my existing content in some way so I can do a lot of interlinking. And three, every post I produce is run through the Rank IQ Optimizer to ensure fast ranking. According to my Google Analytics data, the content I just referenced is taking off. Many of these new URLs show up on page one or two of Google within weeks or months of being published and have gotten consistent traffic. The secret gold in all of this, you guys, is Rank IQ. Go to rankiq.com to sign up and see for yourself how awesome it really is. Get ready to get obsessed with this tool like I am. I'm just trying to think of like what we would consider a lot in a Facebook group versus what is a lot over here. Is it the same, different? Yeah, so we, ha- okay, so there is, um, um, I was just, I just went to the communities. Um, it's my, my.wis.com slash communities and just looked at like the different communities worldwide. And so there is a weeknight standbys community and it has 209,000 members in it. Homestyle Comfort Food has 64,000 members. Um, trying to see where that TikTok community is. Um, and then there's creator communities, um, Bellows Italian Food. Cooking with Bello is a TikTok creator, and he has 11,000 members in his community. Hmm. Okay. That gives me a good idea. Um, is there anything else about communities you feel we should know? Should food bloggers, content creators definitely do this? What if we feel like we're stretched for time? Is it worthwhile? You can answer any yeah. or all of the above. <laughs> you know, and I'm always going to be honest. Like, If you're stretched for time and you feel like this is another thing, I would say at the very least, use the whisk jump on TikTok. Like, and and if you're just going to link to your recipe anonymously, I call it anonymously. I'm not sure if I'm using the right term, but, um, but basically there's a way you can just add link and you just paste in the URL to your website to directly to the recipe. Do that at least. If you're already creating content on TikTok um, and you're doing the vertical format and you're say you're doing a Instagram reel why not pop that over on your TikTok account and link it directly to your recipe? What is it going to hurt? Because if people, if you get, if you get like, I don't know, 20,000 views on that one video, which that's the thing with TikTok. We just don't know like how many, like what video is going to go viral. If you get 20,000 and say a quarter of those people tap over and tap over to your, to, to your blog, say, um, those are not the specific sp- stats, but if they if they click over, you're you're getting that traffic. So you're leaving traffic on the table. So if you're creating TikTok content at the bare minimum, make sure you're linking to your blog, to your recipe directly through the whisk jump on TikTok is what I'm gonna say. And like if you have a little bit more bandwidth, if you have somebody helping you, maybe you can create a whisk community. You can also um, I create a little like mini guide and on like how to do it. And how to like grab the recipe from the community when you're sharing it in the TikTok with Jump. Um, and you can always reach out to me. Um, 
you can find me. Yeah. Like you can DM me on Instagram. I'm the little kitchen. There's no E in kitchen, or you can send me an email. Um, and we're going to have it in the show notes, right? You can send me in an email, um, at my whisk email and we could set up a, a time and I can chat with you just because I, that's, I feel like that's part of my role is also educating other food bloggers and content creators that like, this is here. Um, definitely use the whisk jump because why not? Like, I don't know, like if I'm creating, if I'm making a recipe from my blog that I already have on my blog for dinner and I'm creating a quick video on it, I just feel like, why wouldn't I link to it? Just like if I'm creating a post on Facebook, I would put the URL there, right? Like, um, it just seems like a very simple thing. And I'm, it's my job to also like educate people that, that there is this Swiss jump on TikTok because I feel like a lot of people don't know or feel like they don't have access to it yet. So you should have access to it if you have a TikTok account. That is all great. And that's super generous of you, Julie, to offer help. So I would say if this is on your radar and you're having questions, if you have any questions, definitely reach out to Julie. Take her up on that. What do you expect for 2022 with Whisk and with TikTok? Well, I'm really excited because there's going to be new features on the profile and on the platform that creators are going to be really excited about on the Whisk platform. And yeah, I just can't wait to share more. Obviously, can't share anything right now. But like, we're yeah, we're looking at like the strategy for 2022 and the plans, the new features. And it's really exciting. I feel like it's a really exciting time. And what's even more exciting for me is, and I feel like for hopefully, other people will see this as exciting too, is because I've been a blogger and a content creator for 12 plus years now. I can't believe that. Um, and then started this part-time position with WISC. And I love that my coworkers really want to hear about what makes creators tick and what they want to see on the platform. So I've kind of become internally a voice for creators within the WISC organization, which is really exciting, I think, all around. Um, so yeah, more to come. You have to like, um, stay tuned. And, you know, maybe I'll, you know, if you'll have me back, then I can talk about it more. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we'll do like a follow-up mid-year or something. That would be great. Well, that's exciting. It sounds like you guys have plans to roll out some great stuff for content creators. And I love that you're the voice for content creators. You can kind of bring that perspective to the table. So I just feel like, like you said earlier, why not at least go into TikTok and use that whisk jump feature? And if you don't know about it, now you do. I didn't. I don't use TikTok, but... What do you think about like the importance of that, Julie? Should I be using TikTok? It for me is like one more thing that I don't want to do and I've been putting it off, but how important do you think it is? I do think it's important and it's it's the last few months where it's brought into focus. The more I spend on the TikTok platform and the more I see how amazing their algorithm is, I'm just like constantly like bowled over because I'm watching a video and then another video comes up and I'm like, how did they know I was going to like that? And it's not what I really love about TikTok. And I feel like this is being discussed in different food blogger groups. And, and me, and I feel like we've talked a little bit about Clubhouse, right? Like Megan and I met on Clubhouse, y'all. So um, basically, it's not about your follower graph. It's about what you're interested. So what you're interested in and what you're interacting on. So the longer you watch a video, the more TikTok knows you're interested in that video and it's going to serve you up more similar content. Whereas on other platforms, it's based on who you follow and what they share. So that's 
it's really exciting to me. And I'm watching um, other content creators where it's really exciting because I created a list and I'm like, okay, I'm going to reach out to this creator on TikTok about whisk and let's have a chat about whisk. And then I go back to look at their account and they've grown in like a week or two by like 10,000 followers. And for me, like, you know, you're not, we're, I'm not a stalker. Like, you know, we're not like, but like, cause I'm paying attention to this kind of thing because of my role at whisk. And I'm just like, wow, this is so insane. It's amazing. So for me, as also a food blogger, because I'm always wearing that food blogger hat. I'm like, I've got, I want to do this. And I, I'm excited by the content that I'm seeing. So like, I'm trying to figure out my place in like creating videos for TikTok and whatnot. So, um, but yeah, like, I feel like, yes, we need to get on this train. And I feel like more food bloggers are like, week by week. And the ones who are on there, I don't go on there often. But when I do, I see the most amazing food blog um, like videos put together on TikTok. They're so creative and so cool. And I know a handful of food bloggers like um, Yumna from, is it Feel Good Foodie? Is that right? Yes. She yes. she just like crushed it. Oh my gosh. I, mm-hmm. I can't even believe the amount of followers she has and the amount of content she produces and how high quality it is. I mean, there's so many, so much good food stuff there that if that is up your alley, then you should probably dig yes. in, like Julie said. Yeah. And I want to like also preface like there's, you don't, it doesn't have to be like high cinematography level, like overly produced, which the, the TikTok platform and TikTok users really like non, like very real looking videos too. So that's kind of helping me like buy in more because I don't want to like, I feel like, I feel like this could be a whole nother podcast topic too, right? Like perfection, perfectionism and overthinking things. That's my problem when it comes to food blogging and life in general. So like, uh, I feel like the, you know, the hill for me to like climb over and be like, all right, I'm in, I'm going to do this TikTok thing was that like, they don't have to be perfect videos. They can, it's okay. Um, and people actually like that. People like the realness of the platform too. And like you said, there's so much creativity, like so much. It's amazing how creative you can get with food videos. <laughs> it's kind of mind blowing. Um, this is all great. Okay, what did we miss? Is there anything that we missed about Whisk or TikTok or both before we start saying goodbye? I think we covered it. And if, again, if anyone has any questions about Whisk or wants to start a community and has specific questions, they can always reach out to me via email or DM. I'm here for you. Oh, so while you're talking about that, why don't you just share where we can find you, like your website, your handles, all of that? Yes. So I'm uh, the food blogger behind The Little Kitchen. And the website is thelittlekitchen.net. And on all social media, I'm The Little Kitchen, at The Little Kitchen, but there's no E in kitchen. And you can also follow Whisk on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and Facebook. And the handle is Whisk app. And I'll let you, uh, my email is julie.diley at whisk.com. Oh, you are so generous, Julie. Thank you for all of that. And thank you for being here today. It was so fun to talk to you. I so enjoy our clubhouse chat. So it's fun to Yay. get a chance to talk to you in a different on a different platform. So thank you. Yay. Do you have either words of inspiration or a quote that you love to share with food bloggers before we say goodbye? I actually have two quotes. <laughs> yes. 
Um, so my first favorite quote of all time is an, a quote from Oprah. And she says, you get in life what you have the courage to ask for. Ooh. And I think that one's so good because if you don't speak up for yourself, no one will. But if you don't ask for it, you're never going to get a yes, right? Oh, love that. Oh, my gosh. I actually just wrote that down. Thank you. It's, it's so good. I have it on a coffee mug. That, <sighs> yeah, it's it's, really it's good. that good. It's coffee mug worthy. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it is. And what's your second And then quote? this other one that I saved in my notes. I like to save quotes when I find them like that I really, really like it or they're screenshotted in my phone or like in my notes on my phone. But this one is from gold medalist um, Gigi Marvin from the 2018 Winter Olympics. And she said how they were able to win was instead of focusing on the negative, we just focused on the joy and hope and our belief in each other. And that last part, belief in each other, is like, I feel like my motto, like if I really believe in someone or I really am pulling for someone, I really make a point to let them know, whether it's a reach out over DM or text message and say, like, I believe in you because I think that is so important to tell someone that because a lot of times we don't believe in ourselves enough to cross it over, but someone just says that. And I think... For me, as like a little girl in elementary school and even middle school, um, I had teachers that told me that they believed in me. So that's so important to me to, to say that to other people. And so when she said this, she was like, and our belief in each other. So they believed in each other as a team. Um, it's the U.S. hockey, the U.S. women's hockey team. Oh, so that's so great, too. Julie, you are lifting up the food blogging community. I love that because... Not I'm not to like say that food bloggers don't do that, but we get so involved in our work and just trying to figure it out and hustling and getting all the things done that that kind of slides by sometimes to just, you know, stop like you're saying and notice when somebody else is doing something that inspires you or that's really great. They're doing a really great job with their TikTok videos or whatever, fill in the blank. And you are stopping and noticing and not just noticing, but following through and telling people. So I just got goosebumps. Thank you for being just a, um, a light in this space and for lifting us all up. So, so glad to know you. Well, thank you so much, Megan. You're amazing yourself. So I appreciate you. Oh, well, we'll put together a show notes page for you, Julie. If anyone wants to go peek at those, you can find them at eatblogtalk.com forward slash the little kitchen. And we will include an E in kitchen, I think, just to make it easy. <laughs> um, I was going to ask you why the no E in kitchen. Was it just because there had been another handle taken or is it like Oh, no. So Twitter only allows you 15 characters. And we're like, you know, you should be the same handle on every social media. So I I just kept it. No, that's smart. I love that. Yeah. Perfect. But you would think that the little kitchen all spelled out is 15 characters. But no, it's 16. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, the consistency is smart. Um, So thank you for everything today, Julie. Have a wonderful day. And thank you for listening today, food bloggers. I will see you in the next episode. We're glad you could join us on this episode of Eat Blog Talk. For more resources based on today's discussion, as well as show notes and an opportunity to be on a future episode of the show, be sure to head to eatblogtalk.com. If you feel that hunger for information, we'll be here to feed you on Eat Blog Talk.